Hello, Fizzy fam. Welcome to Let's Get Fizzy Pole. I'm your host, Christy Sellers. And today I'm joined by Hannah Lind. Hi. (laughs) And Hannah is, you're kind of a bit of a studio hopper, aren't you? (laughs) Just a bit. (laughs) So you're currently at the Trelgan studio? Yes, which is where I originally started. Mm -hmm. Then I went to Ballarat. And now I'm back there and I sometimes go to Yarraville as well. (laughs) Love that. Um, You sort of get the the best of all because you get to meet all the different teachers and studio owners and the students. It's fantastic. Awesome. I love it. So today, just before we jump in, Fizzy fam, I'm just going to put a bit of a trigger warning here at the start of the episode. Um, This episode does contain sensitive um, conversations around eating disorders. So please, if that is a trigger for you, it may um, may not be something that you want to listen to. So all right. Um, And obviously, Hannah, I'm so grateful that you took the time to join me today to have a chat because this really is something that doesn't get spoken about very often and it's considered taboo and you actually Hannah put a post up on Facebook a couple of days ago and I saw that and I was just really moved by that and I I wanted to message you and ask if you would have the conversation on the podcast which thankfully you said yes to doing so I am really grateful and I do know that this is also a difficult topic for you but I think I think the best thing that we can all do is just speak about it out in the open so that people don't feel ashamed about any feelings that they have around it yeah definitely and I think because I was like oh should I shouldn't I and I thought no, do it because I would have loved if someone had have done that sort of for me like a few years ago because I, I thought I know for a fact it's not just me, even though you feel like it is, yeah. um, it's not just you. And I thought, well, this isn't really about me. What if someone else is out there and they need that extra push? Like it's mm-hmm. about helping everyone um, because you don't, because you're taught not to talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's taboo. It's not something that you're meant to have. It's, it's not normal. Um, you're taught to be ashamed of it. So I was like, no, let's normalize it. Let's just throw that in there. Um, and if it helps one more person, then I'm happy. That's so great. And that's the reason that I wanted to, to do this today. So why don't you, start with just tell us a little bit about your journey and um, some of the things that you've come up against that you've struggled with and yeah go for it. Okay so I think it's something that starts at a very young age you have the thoughts there but you sort of don't really act on it until you're a little bit older. Um, Like I remember having strange thoughts like as a even as young as eight years old but you never sort of really act on it until, you know, when you get to high school. You're meaning strange thoughts as in about your body image or? Yeah. And like, oh, I shouldn't eat this. But as an eight-year-old thinking that, that's, that's not good. That's not normal. Mm. Um, Like 
oh, you shouldn't eat this because you need to look a certain way. And at eight years old, you shouldn't be thinking about that. Um, and then you sort of, you think that you don't really do anything. And then when you get to high school, that's when you become like really conscious of everything around you and what people are saying and what is in magazines and on TV. And then that's sort of when you start to, whatever it may be for that person, obviously there's different types of eating disorders. There's not yeah. eating, there's overeating and um, compulsive exercising or what, whatever it may be that you do that's sort of when you start to act on it Mm. um yeah and then sometimes it can spiral out of control and then you end up with years of struggling and it takes a long time to get out of it so were you just not eating or were you eating and then bringing it back up or what was your um for me personally i at the time i didn't think this but looking back I now realize that when I was in year nine year ten um I went through a really rough phase and I started to get quite depressed and then that was my coping mechanism um I've always been quite a small person and I noticed like I I just wasn't hungry I just stopped eating and then I suddenly I got quite thin and then I liked that Um, and I was like well like I've it sort of stopped being the less hungry than I like this. I like this feeling of um, being hungry, feeling empty, being small. And that sort of just kept going. And then I thought, oh, maybe I should start exercising. And then oh, wow. I did far too much of, I was doing three workouts a day as wow. a high school student, which is not making you strong. That's it's, it wasn't, was not good for me and how little calories I was having. It was not okay. Um, and then you sort of, it sort of went through phases through the years. Um, but I definitely could see a downward, I couldn't at the time, but I can see how much of a downward spiral that was. And it's up and down through the years. You have good times, you have bad times, but I find with me, I go, Oh, I think I'm doing better because I'm now eating three meals a day. And I'm only working out once, sometimes twice a day. Mm. I'm doing so much better than I was, so I must be fine. And then I accept that and go, oh, oh this is okay. That's I can do normal. this. But yeah, exactly. But it's not. It, that's not okay because it's still taking up every thought. And it affects the way that you think. It affects the way you work. It's, it's not a way to live your life. And do you feel like, I, I wonder when you do get small or, and when you did get small in high school, um, did people say that you looked good? Were they like, wow, you've lost so much weight. And did that like yeah. egg you on even more? I just wondered. It did. It did because I, I was, I've always been a thin girl. Like I was already pretty thin before then. And I just got like super, like my my bones were sticking out. I've seen pictures of 16 year old me wow. and, and it terrifies me, but people in high school, they were like, Oh my gosh, I wish I had a thigh gap like yours. Your legs are so skinny. Your arms are so skinny. And oh. no one said, Hey, are you okay? They were yeah. like, Oh, you look so good. I can see your bones. Wow. Yeah. It wasn't, it was not healthy. And does that still happen? Like, does that still get you when when you fall back into that pattern and then you realize that you're in that place, but then other people are telling you, look, you look great and giving you compliments. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, like if I go out with friends, they'd be like, Oh, I wish I could wear what you're wearing. And, um, because Mm. it depends. Like the other day I noticed I was doing, I was doing hip thrusts in the gym and I went to put a weight over me, but I couldn't because it was hurting my hip bones. And I thought this isn't good. And people are saying, Oh, you look great, but I don't feel strong because I was like, I I can't put a a weight on me because it's hurting me. It's hitting my bones. And you, because this is obviously something that you're still, you know, struggling with day to day. Definitely. Yeah. Do you feel like there's a version of yourself going, come on, this is silly. Like let's, let's look after ourselves. And, and then there's the other side. How does that work? Like it must really feel like a devil on one shoulder and an angel on the other. Oh, absolutely. It is so frustrating because I know that like, it's like I'm slapping myself in the face saying, come on, snap out of it. What are you doing? And then there's the other side that's like, no, this is working. You keep going. This is all you've ever known. Um, It's almost like an addiction because Mm. it's been there with me for such a long time that I I want to get rid of it, but it's also like, Oh, but but what if, what if it goes away? Like, what am I without this? Um, But like, if I had a friend going through this, I would be like, come on, this is ridiculous. I'm here for you. I love you no matter what you look like. It doesn't matter. And I get that. That's the frustrating part. I get that. I, I can understand in my head, this is ridiculous, but you can't it's not as simple like I have people go oh, so like why can't you just eat just don't work out as much like just change the way you think what's wrong like mm. then you get people saying um oh if you don't like the way you look then I can't imagine what you think of me and it's not oh, about that got nothing to do with anyone else yeah that's- no no what do you find has been helpful like what has been you know over the years what has pulled you out of it and made you come back up to like level before you've dropped back down again? Was there a person or was there something that you saw or you saw yourself in the mirror or what was the reason, the trigger that started you on the Um, positive path? I think uh, a few years ago, it was when I saw a picture of myself and I was like, you don't look good. Your your face is all like, you're all, you're too thin. Um, that was what I thought a few years ago. And I just thought, this is ridiculous. Um, and I was seeing a psychologist at the time and she said, Hannah, you have to eat because she was getting me to tell her what I ate every day. And I thought it was so healthy. And she said, there is really not many calories in here and not enough nutrients, like not enough variety. How are you doing this? Um, and I said, well, when, when you point it out to me and say it like that, I was imagining that it was a different person telling me that's what they were having. And I thought, honey, you need to, you need to eat more Mm. than that. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, I think when you sort of tell someone else about it and then you think, Oh my, that's what I'm doing to my body. What if someone in my family or one of my friends was doing that to themselves, that would be really hard to hear and sort of trying to put it into perspective that really helps um, and writing down reasons to keep going and stick at it. Yeah. That really helps as well until I sort of go, Oh, well, this is too hard. I'll just live like this forever. It's not good. How do you feel 
because obviously doing classes at Physipol, how do you feel that your body reacts to being fueled and not being fueled? Like, how do you do that? How do you go in classes? Um, well, when I have eaten, sometimes I go, oh, I'm not going to eat before class because it's too late in the afternoon or whatever. And then I'll get really hungry and just go, oh, whatever, I'll just eat. And I notice that I can do so much more when I do eat um, than when I don't, because even when I was in Ballarat, um, sometimes I would be like, oh, I'm just, I'm just too busy to eat. Um, which is not an excuse because I wasn't, I absolutely was not. I I would get to the studio in plenty of time to have something to eat before a class, but I'd be like, Oh no, no, I've got to go in and teach a class. And I would do that and then not eat and have to do my own class. And I I couldn't do a lot because food, it runs out. Like you, you run out of your fuel. That's why I'm there to use that fuel. And I think I've already, I already ate a few hours ago. I don't need to eat before this class. Yes, you do. Yeah. It takes so much strength to do it and you absolutely need to feel. And so how do you feel about your body when you are sort of on the up and you start to see the muscle definition, like you start to see that your body is fit and strong and capable of doing these things? Yeah. um, So when, especially when I get a new trick for the first time, (laughs) I always try and look in the mirror and see myself doing it which doesn't always work out um Mm -hmm. but I then think okay this is good I'm it's not I'm not doing it to exercise I'm like okay I love this sport so much I'm doing it because I enjoy it and it makes me strong which is just a bonus um but I can tell like when I have fueled myself for it I go if this is paying off because like I can see I'm getting I'm not just really, really thin. I've, I've got muscle now and I've got the strength to show, Hey, I can do this trick or routine mm. or whatever it is. Um, and it definitely makes me feel a lot better. I think also since starting pole, it's changed the way that I see myself as well, which has really helped, um, with the eating disorder as well, because it's not about being model thin. I don't like using yeah. that term, but, um, I like to see those muscles and then go do a new trick or something that I maybe once really struggled with Yeah, and I'm now strong enough to do. Yeah. So if you've got that working for you, what, what do you feel is the pulling the demon pulling you back? I think it is the habit and the comfort Mm. of it. I've sort of in the last week, give myself a bit more motivation to start feeling myself more because I've just gone on to elite one rather than staying in pre elite. And I was just sort of doing the tricks that I knew how to do, but trying to, trying to get away with not fueling my body. And now I'm like, no, you need to keep doing it. But it's really, it's, it's not comforting having the disorder, but it is at the same time because it's such a habit. And if you're ever struggling, it's, well, what do you usually do to cope with it? Mm. Well, that's, that's my coping mechanism for anything. If I'm having a hard time, because it's always there for you, but it's not what you want to be there for you. I really think it's just the habit and me being a perfectionist going, well, you could do better or you could look better. Um, Yeah. More of the habit and the comfort of it, I think, but it's, but it's not comforting. Yeah. 
yeah, at some point it becomes detrimental when you start to yeah. say that to yourself so much and then you're changing the way that you're living because yeah. of it. Mm. Exactly. It sort of takes over your life and your every thought and that's when it's when healthy becomes unhealthy. It's not healthy. So I'm sure that some of our listeners either have had or maybe are struggling with an eating disorder. What would you like to say to anyone that's sort of feeling what you're saying right now? Please speak to someone. It can be anyone. It doesn't have to be your mum or your dad. It can be anyone, just someone that you trust and you feel comfortable with. Um, also there is the butterfly foundation as well. If you want to speak to someone that you don't know, they are really helpful, but don't suffer in silence. You don't have to do it because you are not the only one. I guarantee you know one or more people also suffering. Yeah, that's true. So many people are and do suffer with it. And I really like even your fizzy fam, maybe because they're not your immediate family or your immediate friends, but there's so much support and it might feel easier to speak to someone that you maybe aren't as close with. It's more of oh, definitely. not anonymous, but just kind of a little bit removed from your everyday life. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a great idea. The, my fizzy fam are just the most supportive people. And I think they would be great because they sort of, they can be, more understanding because they're in that kind of a fitness environment. They might be able to tell and be like, not on the outside, but as you said, a little bit more removed from it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think you feel that support at the studios anyway, but even if you don't want to do that in person, you can always just message someone, you know, yeah. in the worldwide group and um, definitely. And, and if anyone is struggling, they are more than welcome to message me. I am always going to be there to listen to anyone struggling. That's amazing. And you mentioned the Butterfly Foundation. So what is the Butterfly Foundation and what do they do? How have they helped you? So it's like, um, well, it's sort of like Beyond Blue, but they specialize in eating disorders. They have so many different resources. Um, they have a hotline you can call, you can email, but they also have different sections on the website where you can find a treatment center or a doctor or a psychologist or nutritionist uh, in your area. There's all kinds of things, but they also have resources for, for families. Um, so how to help someone in your family or oh, a friend that has, yeah, that has an eating disorder. And it also says how to tell someone about it, which that's, that was sort of my um, first thing a few years ago when I wanted to tell someone it, that's really helpful. If you don't know how to bring it up, um, if you don't know what to say, it, it really helps with that. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you so much for saying that. And um, also obviously for the, the butterfly foundation info, because I think, you know, if it's not something that you've looked into before, you wouldn't know. Oh, it just sounds like a name. It just sounds like a yeah. foundation. Um, yeah. But is there anything else that you feel has been like significant with your your journey and has been good or bad along the way? Um, well, I think pole dancing has really opened my eyes um, because 
you don't have to look a certain way to be a pole dancer. And I used to think that you did. <laughs> which mm. is so ridiculous. I think um, a lot of people do when they start. They think you have to look. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and no, that is, that is so untrue. And it sort of gave me um, more of a reason to continue. I mean, obviously I've been doing it for two years now, maybe a little bit more. So I have definitely had slip ups in between since then, but it's changed my mentality a lot it's definitely improved it I've still got a very long way to go but it's sort of like my escape which I really like that um yeah no it's it's been really really helpful and I think it's going to continue to do so good good well you know we are all here for you and for anyone you who is listening (laughs) um and please do reach out to each other and your fam because we just want to make sure that everyone is not only physically fit, but mentally fit as well and yeah. happy and healthy. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize um, the severity of them and people can be quite high functioning with them. And yeah, I used to think, oh, I don't really need to get any help because it's not that bad. Well, it is. And please, those who are struggling, please, even if you think you may have an issue with eating or, you're not sure, please yeah. just speak up. Yeah. Cause it's, it's your health ultimately at the end of the day. And yeah, exactly. It does, it does have an impact long-term. Yeah, definitely does. Thank you so much for talking. No, about thank you. Thank you for having chat. me. I think, yeah, I'm really, really happy that we could have the conversation and just shed some light on it and put it out in the open yeah. a little bit more because it shouldn't be, you know, something that people are afraid to talk about. That's half the problem. Oh, definitely. Definitely needs to be spoken about more, um, definitely more openly. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much, Hannah. Well, thank you for having me. You're very welcome. We're very happy that you came on. And Fizzy Fam, have an amazing week and we'll chat to you next episode. See you later. Let's get busy.